Here are some clips from this week's deep dive episode of the Bestseller Experiment for Patreon subscribers. Hello and welcome to the Bestseller Experiment special deep dive episode that we record exclusively for our patrons on Patreon and our academics on the Bestseller Academy. And today, how to start a publisher. Uh, This all started at the London Book Fair. I just finished moderating a panel at the London Book Festival when um, two people with microphones bundled me into a dark corner and my cries of please not the face I have so much to give to the world were ignored and uh, actually it turned out my kidnappers were in fact two delightful people who just wanted to interview me for a podcast so now I know how most of our guests must feel. Not only were these two lovely people running a podcast, a time-consuming and foolhardy endeavour at the best of times, but they also run a fantastic new publisher, Hobeck Books. And I thought it'd be great to get them on our podcast for a deep dive to dig into why they decided to start a publishing company and how to run one. So Hobeck Books is the brainchild of author and broadcaster Adrian Hobart and publisher Rebecca Collins. Uh, Rebecca has worked in publishing for publishers such as Bloomsbury, Oxford University Press, Cambridge University Press, Somersdale Publishers. She's a writer, she's written non-fiction poetry. And Adrian has been a broadcaster and journalist with the BBC for 25 years. He's also an audiobook narrator, filmmaker and writer. Rebecca and Adrian, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Very good. That sounds impressive, doesn't it, as a yeah, resume? First time I've ever been diving, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get your snorkel. Uh, we're going deep today. Um, now, this is... Uh, uh, the thing that first of all, when you pounced on me, um, you know, you get you gave me a badge. I've got a little badge there with the, the Hobeck Pussycat on there. Uh, great I'm branding. Still, still wearing it. Oh yeah, I'm a good boy. I know, I know, I know. You know, when I'm given a badge, I'll wear it. Um, starting a publisher though, that must be especially. You started in Jul- well, your first book was published in Jul- July 2020. Which wow, what a time to start! Must have been kind yeah. of scary, or was it exactly the right time? So, what inspired you to to do this? It's a very good question. Uh, it was a combination of factors. I mean, I personally needed to do something different with my life. Uh, I've been at the BBC for for eons, and I think it's fair to say that we both fell out of love with each other. So, <laughs> but I got on. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? We fell out of love with each other. Not you. Oh. No, I know BBC. <laughs> My career. Anyway, um, uh, the, the, but this coincided with Rebecca and I getting together. So, um, you know, broadly speaking, and we'd known each other at university and uh, had a couple of snogs and all that sort of thing. Both married to different people. Uh, and then we just found each other at the right time. And, uh, with Rebecca's publishing background, my, I don't know what I've done, you know, creativity background, I suppose you would broadly describe it. It felt like a thing to do. But the, the key kicker for us was listening to a rival podcast, dare I say it, uh, the self-publishing show and an episode with Never Jasper Joffe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jasper Joffe of Joffe Books uh, was on uh, one of the early episodes of that. And uh, obviously, he's been immensely successful ever since. But that kind of inspired me to think, well, why don't we put these things together that we do yeah i think it was one friday morning when you said to me um we should do a pub we should make a publishing company and i said yeah okay why not (laughs) (laughs) there was it was a it was a leap of naivety um chutzpah uh you know what can possibly go wrong (laughs) <laughs> that kind of thing. And, I, I, uh, I, th- I think that's exactly yeah. how Facebook started. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think to be honest, um, 
you know, you could see that other people were at it. And we listened to your show as well. And, and it was, you know, uh, the, the, I think three or four years ago, the indie scene felt like a world of possibility. Certainly that was what was being projected. And I think it's a lot tougher. It's turned out to be a lot tougher in recent recent months. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, that that was the, the leap of faith. And, uh, I mean, other sort of factors came into play, uh, such as, you know, I became the narrator for Adam Croft, who's another sort of leading f- figure in the indie scene. And, and that sort of gave me, the, you know, that that first personal contact with somebody who who was who had achieved. And um, from there on, um, you know, we built a bigger network and, and, and got stuck in. But boy, oh boy, did we not really appreciate what was involved. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the what were the what are those first building blocks you know you both have your expertise and uh rebecca i imagine you've got contacts in the industry as well what was your first step was it putting together a business plan was it thinking about goals or were you looking for capital or funding what how you know how did you what were you, what was your what was your sort of map of how to do this well in terms of capital um so we both uh sold the properties that we were living in to uh, right get our own property separately because we were both going through a divorce. So we have sort of self-funded quite a lot. Mm, we have a lot. <laughs> um, we also got a, um, oh, what's it called? Bounce back loan. Bounce, a bounce back loan yeah, that kept, pandemic. So that, that came in at a good time. Um, you know, we didn't really have to prove our, our credentials. But in terms of uh, a business plan, no. I mean, <laughs> you know. I we, did actually write one, actually. I yeah. Write a business plan. I don't think we've ever looked at it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, in terms of the basics, I think we started, first of all, we had an idea for a logo. So the cat logo that's on your badge and on the, <laughs> right. on the mic boxes here. Um, that was the kicking point. You know, so we thought, thought of a name, Hobeck, combining our names, so... I provide the hoe, you provide the beck. Mm. Um, that felt right. And I think we'd been watching the trip with Coogan and um, and Rob Bryden. And they'd been talking about Hobeck Gill. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so suddenly Hobeck came into my head and I thought, that will stick. And we, we loved it. Um, get the logo and then all the basic stuff. You know, it was oh, – it took us a few months to get ourselves organized in terms of getting a website, getting an accountant registering the company all that stuff mm-hmm. but yeah the capital principally has come from from the two of us um it has to be said i mean one or two of the authors have, have um, <laughs> chipped in as well <laughs> whenever things have really got tough but um yeah i mean it's 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 been built from from the ground up with our blood sweat and tears but really I, I would say though that getting some of those basics ready sounds quite complicated you know setting up a website mm. getting an account mm. starting a mailing list um the typesetting and uh finding editors but i think based on from my experience that that wasn't actually too difficult wasn't too challenging you know editors it, i i did have some friends who had done editing and that sort of led to finding people who specialized in crime and fiction mm. and it just kind of it just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> when you um, when you wrote that sort of you, Rebecca, you said you wrote a sort of basic business plan. Um, can you recall what was on that? Was there some sort of goal that you had in mind? Was there some sort of ethos? Because you're you're publishing mainly thrillers, although I see the the old ghost story sneaking in there. Was was there a was was there a kind of ethos that that you had in mind? What sort of publisher were you going to be? 
Well, so our motto is Trad Values Indie Spirit. And that's that's what we wanted to bring. So I was the Trad Values because I'd worked in traditional publishing for over 20 years. And Indie Spirit is sat next to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was sort of taking some of the uh, inspiration from self-published authors uh, how they work, how they market their books as well, and how they engage with the public. Taking that, but also uh, putting a lot of effort into the typesetting and the editing and the cover design. We wanted it to be a very polished product, so taking the traditional values from there. But just being us, so being a small publisher, you know, we, we didn't initially think we would expand and have a big team of people. It was still just us doing most of the work with freelance cover designers and freelance editors freelance proofreaders helping us mm. um but you know that that's that's kind of what we wanted to do is it well yeah i, I think the we wanted to publish fiction that excited us um we wanted to find some you know new talent and what we've ended up with is a so far a list which is a mix of experienced writers and, and first timers uh and we signed books on the basis of whether we both enjoyed them mm-hmm. um and hope that we can establish a reputation as Hobeck that whenever you pick up a Hobeck book, you're going to love it um, mm. because, you know, it's gone through our sort of filter, I suppose. Yeah, we do. We, you know, we, we say this quite openly. We go on gut feeling. We, we have an awareness of the market and we have an awareness of trends. You know, we read the bookseller every week. <laughs> but we still, we get a submission and you just know, I think, you just know within the yeah. first 10 pages or so, is this a keeper? And mm-hmm. I think all of the books we've signed up have been along those lines where we've just gone with gut feeling. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we're perhaps becoming a little bit more strategic as we go along because, you know, you can take a punt. It's the same with every publisher. They'll, they'll publish something and some things will fly and others don't. So, um, and it's kind of managing that expectation. I suppose it's a bit like Dragon's Den, you know, the, <laughs> the the basis, they make their investments on the basis that one of them will really succeed and pay for all the others. Um, and hopefully they'll all come right. But you can never, you can never tell. And also when you're, you're signing up an author, it's, I mean, our due diligence has become uh, a little tighter, I suppose. Um, but, you know, you never know what sort of person you're signing. I mean, that could be a very important factor because you know most all of our authors need to be handled in a slightly different way from each other you can't you know no no one size fits all one of our authors actually calls us her book parents and that's what it's like (laughs) (laughs) you can help support the podcast subscribe today at bestsellerexperiment.com slash support that's bestsellerexperiment.com slash support thanks again